This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. Bottom of the third inning at Fenway Park. It's a 1-1 ball game. Top of the order for the Red Sox, beginning with Mookie Betts, who doubled and scored back in the first. Dallas Keuchel on the mound, Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. As the first pitch misses low, and we're pleased to be joined by one of the best pitchers we've ever seen, a former Astro, former Boston Red Sox, Roger Clemens. And you're in town, Roger, for uh, a charity event, right? Yeah, we did, we've we got two of them. I actually do a little uh, charity batting practice here at Fenway Park. This pitch is grounded foul past third base. The, uh, the, the Red Sox are so gracious. Uh, the Jimmy Fun, Dana Fiber, I mean, I've worked with them. Uh, been a been a part of it uh, since I pitched here. You know, I don't know what was I 21, 22 sparks. Yeah, 21. Out. Yeah, so coming out of the University of Texas, so we love it. I threw a little BP. I think there's about 15 of them today on the field, and uh, it was just a it, a it was a blast. I was trying to lay pies in there for him to hit. Anybody take you deep? Betts rips one to left center field. That's going to go all the way to the wall. Can't get him out. Betts rounds first. He's into second base. He'll make it with a double. His second of the ball game. He's on fire right now. He's on fire. 42 doubles now for Mookie Betts. Is it unusual for you to pitch with the intent of letting people hit the ball? <laughs> well, I've with I'm probably throwing about from 50 feet and about 50 miles an hour. And the guy today wanted me. I, I was actually pretty loose, so I turned a couple loose you in did? there so they could really. I think they heard it. They didn't see it, but <laughs> they heard they heard your, yeah. your shoulder creak. Yeah, oh yeah, that too, Sparky. <laughs> thank, thank goodness, thank goodness for ice, you know. So, but uh, thank goodness I can still wing it in there and throw to the boys at home. You know, we'll get high school, college kids. Some of the big big league boys will come over in January, and I'll chunk to them. So. That's awesome. We have a good time with it. Here's Ben and Tendy, and he grounds this one to the right side, does his job. Altuve's got it, and he barely throws out Ben and Tendy hustling down the line. Bets over to third base. There's one out. This will be fun to watch, see if Dallas can get him a punch out right here. Hey, tell me about how much you're watching the Astros these days. I watch them a lot. I sneak over. You know, I've got uh, several friends that have suites uh, there, and I'll sneak over and do stuff with the team. Usually I'll go in and see some of the guys early. And I'll stay for maybe first or second inning. Then I bust it back home, and I can watch the rest of the game at the house. Mm. Um, if it's one of the guys that you know we want, they want to visit with me about something. Thank goodness for TiVo, because I can TiVo that game and watch <laughs> it in 15 minutes. Yeah, there you go. And uh, see the guys chunking, and, and it's a lot of fun. First pitch to JD Martinez misses outside. It's a one-one ball game. We're talking with Roger Clemens, and when we debate about this Astros team and. On paper, we keep thinking maybe this is a better team than even last year, the World Series champions. Well, again, I look at both the teams that are playing here tonight, and neither one of them are scared to play from behind. Nope. And that's a luxury for a pitcher. Pitch to Martinez is fouled back into the screen. It's one and one. And what Dallas is doing here right here, I mean, he added on that fastball away. That was had to be one of his firmer fastballs. I don't know what the velocity was, but this is a, this is a, this is a really fun time for a pitcher to see – uh, in a cat and mouse game, how you want to get a guy out, and when you're going to be playing a team 
probably in what, another couple weeks. Well, in a few weeks if all things go well. That's right. One ball and one strike here. Here's the pitch. A changeup bounces. Good block by McCann. It's two balls and one strike. When you had a runner on third base, less than one out, a couple of ways you, you want to get to two strikes. When you get to two strikes, you go for the punch. Absolutely, but Sparks. what are you trying to do? You trying to jam him well, pretty early? Well, it just early? depends. You know, I, I would face a George Brett, and and, and he's, he's looking for a ball down because he knows I'm going to feature the ball down so he can't get the ball in the air. And the next thing you know, I start trying to, you know, two pitches later, I'm going up in the zone to him, and it's a cat-and-mouse game. Yep. 2-1 is ripped into like left field. Up. That could be off the wall, and that is caught by Marvin Gonzalez on the warning track. Tagging from third base, Mookie Betts. Sacrifice fly. RBI by J.D. Martinez, and the Boston Red Sox go up 2-1 to one here in the bottom of the third. You know, you think about the Red Sox teams that you played on, and not just the ones you played on, Roger, but for generations the criticism of the Red Sox was they didn't have guys who could run, who could steal bases, you know, go first to third regularly because you, you know, always seem to load up on, on the power hitters, get the ball over the green monster. But that's one thing that's really different about this Red Sox team, I think, is how athletic they are and how much they can run. 100%, 100%. And, yeah, you're right. I know that when I was here, and there were a number of years where they sat on that looking for that three-run homer all the time. Right. But they could do it, too, because they had some guys that could punch the ball out of here. Keuchel misses outside on the first pitch to Bogarts. Bogarts with an RBI single back in the first. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford with Roger Clemens here in the booth. How often do you get to up to Boston outside of your chances to do a little charity stuff? I'll try, you know, probably get up this way during the, during the baseball season about three times. Mm. Pitch and to Bogarts, misses they, low. They have different functions, too. They'll ask us to come up and, um, and uh, again, visit with the guys or, or, or talk, you know, even in Florida sometimes if I hit a couple of the camps down there, even though I do uh, my off and on work with the Astros. Yep. When Reed or Mr. Crane, anybody asks me to do something there, I'll sneak down there and do something for those guys. And uh, I love doing it. I stay out of the way. When you have a, a, a train rolling like the Astros are rolling, you stay out of their way and, Unless somebody asks you something or a pointed question, you give them a good answer. Hey, I know you got a chance. The count's 3-0, and by the way, to Bogarts. I know you got a chance to go to the parade. What did that mean for you as a Houstonian? Yeah, that was fun. It was fun to take it in on that side of it for sure and, and watch the guys celebrate. 3-0 pitch is in there. And there's two, two away here. Nobody on. Red Sox take the lead 2-1. to one. Got a chance to get to know Alex Bregman at all? A little bit. And uh, obviously watching from afar and seeing his personality really it's a take throwback. over. Yeah, watch it take over. and He's an he's a old-school throwback guy, right? Yeah, he is. Here's the pitch, and it misses outside. Ball four to Bogarts. He reaches. I've, I've got about uh, four really, really close friends that are LSU guys. Oh, yeah? And so they're just loving it and uh, watching, him, watching him do his thing. So he needed it, too. So, you know, to you know, pick up the other guys when they were down and hurt. And That's right. He did. He covered for them big time while they were out. When, when you face a hitter that's as hot as Bregman is right now, is, what, is, it, is it all about just trying to execute your pitch? I mean, sometimes when a guy's that hot, it almost doesn't matter, right? Well, when Alex or Altuve, here we go. Here's a ground ball to the shortstop, Correa. Easy play. Short way to second base for the force. You got a chance to stay with us for a little bit more? A absolutely. All right. Awesome. Carlos Correa will lay things off for the Astros with the Red Sox leading 2-1. to one. We're in the top of the fourth. Correa struck out his last time up. Rick Porcello on the mound. 16-7 and seven, he comes into this ball game. We're joined by Roger Clemens. As the first pitch is a check swing foul back into the screen. To finish what we were talking about, about Bregman and hitting, uh -huh. Altuve's the same way. They're both uh, 
Bregman is he's a little closer to the plate than Altuve, right. but they both invite you. There's so much room there. Oh, one pitch is fouled back. When when the listeners, if they're viewing the game and they can see it, there's so much. As far as you know, this there's so much room there. Look, they invite you like you can get them out inside, right? And they cover that. And then of course the strike zone is so minimal, and they both hit the high ball well. Pitch misses outside. I always felt like when the hitter was off the plate, it was because he didn't like to get jammed. So I wanted to go further in. And it's and it's hard to do it because there's so much room in there. Yeah, it's tough to be precise when you see that much room, right? Absolutely. Nothing really to aim for. Maybe that lane. Yep. Cut fastball. I, I, I loved it when, uh, well, somebody like Petrolia here with the Red Sox, when I faced him, I would think I was with the Yankees. Uh-huh. He stood right on the plate. So not only did I like throwing a fastball in there, but I could try and finish him off with that front door slider, uh-huh. tight slider that everybody thought was a cutter. Freeze him. Yep. 2-2 is grounded up the middle, cutting across Xander Bogarts. Quick transfer, and he gets Correa for the first out. You know, you have two pitchers tonight, Roger, and Dallas Keuchel and Rick Porcello, you know, relied so much on their sinker but both of them have started to throw that four-seamer elevated. It seems like we're getting back to that more. That used to be the way a lot of pitchers pitched, regardless of velocity, but now it seems like more guys are getting back to that. Great point, and and, and that's why I do not like the cutter that much. I've watched guys that had uh, electric fastballs, 95, 97, mm-hmm. fall in love with the cutter, and for some reason, their velo- and I don't know what the reason is, but I do notice that their velocity dropped considerably. Here's Marvin Gonzalez. He homered his last time up, accounting for the Astros' only run. First pitch is on the outside corner for a strike. I and think really that cutter's a true – if you make it a true slider, like a backdoor slider, almost like that. Then it's easier to, to keep a uh-huh, feel, Absolutely. Right? So I always feel like guys that fall in love with a cutter lose feel of staying behind the baseball. Pitch to Marwin is grounded to the second baseman. That is Ian Kinsler, easy throw to first base, and there's two outs quickly here in the top of the fourth. As we're seeing, Porcello induce a lot of ground balls the last couple of innings. So did you ever mess around with a cutter? I didn't. I just had two sliders. I had more of a slur slider that I would bring in back door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, these days, as you guys have uh, witnessed and watched, I, in the mid-'80s, early-'90s, we were told to stay at a, at a 100% stay away from down into the lefties. Yeah. yeah. At all costs. Breaking and ball so, misses inside. Now that's all you see because these left-handers are trying to cover, whether it's a shift and you're trying to force yourself to hit it that way. They're covering, and, of course, you see how bad we exploited it on a guy like um, uh, what was our guy with the Dodgers? That Bellinger. We, Bellinger. Yeah. We just, we just wore him out inside with sliders. Pitch to Tyler White's in there for a strike. It's and one ball and one strike. Back in the 80s, early 90s, our pitching coach, everybody saying stay away from down and in. Yeah. Because they will light you up. So, and now it's just kind of flipped. You can go in there. And, it's because uh, everybody was looking down back then. And now everybody's covering, trying to make their outs in the air. Yep. Pitch to White misses outside. It's, it's really amazing because, you know, that's, I've talked to so many people about that. So cyclical, and it, though. And yeah. And until they make an adjustment, they just you, just, you can live in there. Did you know anything about spin rates when you were pitching? No. <laughs> you just knew that you had pretty good spin rate, right? It is a strike. The first time I found out whether my, my, my split finger tumbled or it came out of my hand backwards and rotated, I did a special with the uh, Mythbusters. Oh, and yeah, And they had a really? super, super slow-motion camera. What did it do? And backwards? Uh-uh. No, it, it came it out and tumbled. Yeah. It did? It came out and tumbled. Wow. Did you manipulate your thumb to, to squeeze it just through there? A little, no, just a, I, I never pushed it through there. There's a swing and a miss. White goes down. 
Well, that's a treat, Roger. Thanks good, for good seeing everybody. Up, Can't wait Thanks to get back us. home, see everybody in, at home. And it's in on the hands, but lifted into left field, and that's a base hit for Bregman. The Astros take the lead one to nothing on an RBI single by Bregman, his 98th RBI of the season. Nobody out. Bregman waiting for a 3-1. Here it is. And that's hit sharply past the dive of the third baseman, Candelario, and down to the left field corner. Marisnik scores. Springer helmet flying off as he rounds third. He scores as well. It's a two-run double for Bregman. And the Astros go back on top, 3-2. to two. It's 100 RBIs now for Bregman. 100 RBIs. First man, what is it, Robert, 2009, Carlos Lee, to have triple digits in RBIs? That's right. And 50 doubles now on the season. Becomes the third Astro with 50 doubles in a season. Craig Biggio did it twice. Lance Berkman has also done it. Two and two, the count to Castellanos. Cole delivers. Swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. Eighth strikeout for Garrett Cole. The moves past his teammate, Justin Verlander, for the American League lead in strikeouts, as that was number 259. That's 11 times now that Cole and Verlander have flip-flopped as number one and number two in strikeouts in the league. And they're ahead of the rest of the field in the American League by a pretty good margin. So it's probably yeah. going to be that way the, the rest of the year. And if they make all their starts, Verlander's going to have one more than Cole. There goes Adusi, the 1-1, and that's lined into right field. Springer over toward the line, headlong dive, and he caught it! George Springer with a great catch to end the inning. Diving toward the foul line, taking away extra bases from Lugo. That's probably going to be a game saver for the Astros. Once again, Springer giving up his body for the sake of the team and comes up with the biggest play of the game. Tigers strand one, and we head to the ninth inning. Astros five, Tigers four. Three infielders on the right side. Outfield deep and straight away. 1-0, and Stewart lifts this in the air to right. Springer coming in, waiting for it to come down. And Springer makes the grab, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros break out the brooms in Detroit, sweeping this three-game series, beating the Tigers this afternoon by a final of 5-4. to four. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.